Hello, everyone. My name is Shar Pittman, and I want to welcome you to my podcast, Woman of Purpose. I hope this message empowers you to live your life of purpose. Enjoy the conversation. Hey, guys, welcome to Woman of Purpose podcast. I'm Shar Pittman, your host, and we are continuing. Um, actually, this is the last one with you guys. So we're going to end this thing on identity, and you guys shared really powerful stories on um, how just society or family or just, you know, whatever marked you in your identity and how that your perception then of life really became distorted. And I love how um, you said that, Sherilyn, how really it's not that some of the things that we embraced uh, were wrong, they were just perverted. Mm -hmm. And how when we really understand the pureness of those things, when they're not our identity, we can actually do those things mm -hmm and not from a place of um, who we are, but just a place because we love. And so um, let's start with Sherilyn. Mm -hmm. And some of the things that you shared were really powerful. And if you want to share what it was, maybe some things that you learned or some things that you did that really helped you in your journey of just really embracing. You talked about embracing your femininity. You mm -hmm. just talked about... Um, you know, embracing your big feet and just all of those <laughs> things, you know, how, and, and even in that, I was sitting there thinking, you know, I'm a size nine foot and how that really was a, a that was a big thing. <laughs> just like I had big feet, nobody else did. Mm -hmm. so, and I couldn't find shoes my find size. find shoes or cute shoes, <laughs> yeah, you know? that's it. Yeah. I was like, all the cute shoes are small. Are small, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So what are some things, Sherilyn, that, that really <clears throat> impacted you that kind of helped that shift in you that really helped you um, embrace that and, and be proud of it? Really, the central thing is fall in love with Jesus. Yeah. That's where it starts, and that is a thread mm -hmm. all the way through. Mm -hmm. it, because I think my, my heart in every step that I made is because God redeemed me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was in love with him. Yeah. And I wanted to do what he wanted me to do. Yeah. And I wanted to be all that he wanted. I, I, I mean, I didn't have any concept of what that would look like, but I knew that above anything else, I want to please him. So everything that kind of clashed with that idea, then I had to choose, I will do the hard work. And, yeah. I, and I say this very, very often, Hard work is hard work, but it's so rewarding. Yeah. It's so rewarding. And so uh, that place, that place, staying close to Jesus. And I mean, I, I cannot emphasize that enough. But then that flows into your willingness to honor him, to obey him, to be what he, he, he intends, then flows into some other things, right? Um, I think... From this, the example that I gave last time, the, one of the first thing was understanding the importance of leadership in my life. That's where it started. So I remember that first conversation with my pastor, and I'm telling you, um, that pastor, he had a father's heart. And so I gave, I, I literally gave myself to be discipled by him. And so I would allow him, and, and I want to emphasize that, we could have leaders in our lives that makes little to no impact in forming you if you don't allow, if you don't allow them to speak into your life. So I literally gave my, 
So not, you know, I didn't go and sit with him and say, I'm giving my life with you. And, but I consciously said, yeah. he, I see his heart. I never had a father in that him. sense. Right. In that sense, I mean, my father was there, but he was, uh, you know, there but not there. Right. And so um, I said, okay, I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't know what God want to do, but I recognize that there is something trustworthy in him and 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 who he was as a man of God. And so I lit, I took everything that he said to me serious. Mm-hmm. And I think that because I took what he said, he opened the door that he could say more. Yeah. Because he knew I would respond. And so he did disciple me for the first like eight to ten years after I accepted the Lord really discipled me and that made a big difference. Um the second then the second thing was where um I mean, I'm sure God did things in between, but that's standing out to me right now is that there was a point when God told me to have a relationship, build a friendship with this other lady. I had, by that time, I had taken up a position in myself where, you know, I'm strong, I'm whatever, and so I was already a leader in the church and all of that, and so I could always be the person that will minister to you. I will minister to anybody who comes. Mm. And I did have a lot of women that I would minister to. And then there was a point when God says, she needs a friend. I had already mm. done the whole 10, we had a 10 weeks discipleship program, met with her, pray with her, did the discipleship um, program and everything. And I was like, I'm done. <laughs> You know, God says, she needs a friend. Mm. And that was a scary thing for me. Okay. I'm like, I don't want to do this. No, I don't want to do this. But again, coming back to the heart for God, is it has to be key. Mm. And I said, okay, God, I don't want to do this. But I'm, I'm, obviously you're pushing me and, and, and trying to lead me into something new here. And that was a very freeing, challenging experience. And she ended up being my friend and prayer partner and minister to my life in so many ways for 15 years wow. mm-hmm. for wow. 15 years that I I would actually go and just hang out with her and um, I would come back home and my husband by that time would say wow you're glowing mm-hmm. and I'm like yes it's just from what I know God is is yeah. giving in the in the friendship in the yeah. relationship and God keeps pushing me further and so the next stage and where practically I'm, I'm at right now where God says alright I want you to minister to women to actually have a women's ministry where your focus is on building women and I'm like oh, you mean <laughs> you know you can't be serious you, you want me to you know actually be with women and talk to women and spend all my life with women <laughs> you know and I felt like the most unqualified person mm-hmm. to do that and so I started that mm-hmm. and you know th- so that's another step and then the last thing that I want to say is that uh, you know I did that to some degree and then God says there is more mm-hmm. he's always yeah. You know, unveiling more of who he is and who you are yeah. and how you want to walk, how he wants you to walk in that. And then of lately, when I met these ladies, which is just in the last um, five years or so, um, God said to me, remember I said before that when I moved to Puerto Rico, 
the word that was given to me is that God was showing me a version of me that I've never known before. Mm -hmm. So that was like consciously in my mind mm -hmm. that, you know, God is trying to show me something new. God is trying to show me something new. And so the last thing that, uh, you know, I just want to, as one of those things is that God said to me, all right, here are the five women. And he gave me five names. Mm -hmm. And he says, give yourself to them mm -hmm. to become and this, at this time, I was studying the book of Esther, and so I understood what he was saying. Esther gave herself to be to be beautified, and I don't know what all it did in her, you know. And God said, give myself. And I knew that it was more than just physical, but yeah. it was... So these ladies came into my life. These two were on the list, and, and three other ladies. And so the farming... Mm -hmm. went to a whole nother level and yeah. so that's where we're at now yeah. um and you know i keep um finding that in my life a little bit of gretchen get rubbed off <laughs> and a little bit of melissa get rubbed <laughs> off and, and now a little bit of char get rubbed off because i am being formed yeah mm -hmm. and, uh, and that's the process of being formed yeah that mm -hmm. is really really that's good beautiful. you know how you know you said heart heart work is hard work but it's rewarding. And I think that if you don't do the heart work, mm -hmm. which is hard, mm -hmm. then you can't have healthy relationships. Mm -hmm. Because part of having healthy relationships is allowing people to see you. It's allowing, it's, it's being seen, being seen by others, and being, being seen for who you truly are. Mm -hmm. And not being afraid that they're going to reject you if they don't like you. But getting to that point where you really were confident in who you were, that it didn't matter, and and it's, uh, each each heart work is instigated by the Lord. Yeah. Because He presents something before you that everything in me says no, I don't yeah. want to do that. That's too yeah. uncomfortable. That's too hard. Whatever. That I have to make a choice to say, all right, I will do this heart work that is stopping me from doing this particular thing that you're telling me to do. Right. So that has looked that area has looked different. I mean, I have, you know, spent good individuals for prayer just mm -hmm. my own surrender in the lord and just in the last during this past couple of years with the whole covid situation i did do online a eight-week counseling session with a christian counselor so mm -hmm. it's like each time there is a yeah. challenge at place for me i recognize okay what is stopping what me is stopping from you? doing yeah. this yeah. and then say okay all right i remember this just the last two years when I was facing some challenges in regards to what direction the ministry was going, and and I felt God said, "You need counseling." And I'm like, "Come on, I don't need counseling. <laughs> I'm a Christian for over 20 years. Everybody and their mama have prayed for me. I've been to encounters and this and that, and many counseling sessions with my my pastor. I don't need counseling." Mm -hmm. And it kept coming back to me, "You need counseling. You need to do some counseling. You need to do some counseling with a Christian counselor." I'm like, all right. So I, I did. I, I, and I just want to put in there, you have to be willing to make the investment in you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people might yeah. think they need something, they need counseling, they need a, a, a teaching program, they need some kind of discipleship, whatever. But if it costs money, right. it's like, just you table that because, you know, yeah. it, it, you know that's not an option. And then that's, I am saying it because it was an obstacle that I had to cross. Yeah. I had to look at it and say, 
eight weeks of counseling or so much hundred per week? Do I yeah. really need that? You know, yeah. and how much is going to cost me and everything? And I said, you know what? Was it worth it? I need to do this yeah. for me. And I did. And it was worth it. Yeah. Yeah. It was worth it. Yeah. I, yeah. God did some really good work. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. What about you, Miss Gretchen? Um, I think the place that I was is I really um, never felt like I was smart enough. And so I never really knew what the scriptures really said about me. I always took someone else's word what they said about me and what other people portrayed me to be or what I thought about myself. Mm-hmm. And so it started very simple. Um, I would just start reading the Bible very small. And then I didn't like, I don't know what this word means. I don't know what this word. So I would just look up that word. And I'd go to Webster. Then I'd go to Strong's. My mom bought me a Strong's. You know, I start understanding what those words actually meant. And I started getting this new identity of myself because of what this says. Not what anyone else. And what I thought, I'm like, that's not what that says. This, that's, I says I was formed. I was formed. He fully equipped me. He equipped me to do to be a mom. He equipped me to do what I'm doing. And also then at that point, as I started doing that, the people around me started changing. Mm-hmm. And when the people around me started changing and asking me to, and I'll be so, because I would get so excited. I was like, do you really know what's in here? You know, I'd be like, this is what this really says. They, can you, can you share that with the class on you want me to talk in front of people? I mean, it's had to start like this, maybe one. And so then I was able to share, and my excitement overcame the fear yeah. because God was so exciting to me. And he showed me, and this is something that it, it maybe God's word is a boomerang, not a stick. Mm. So when you speak God's word, it comes back to you. Mm-hmm. And everything that I would speak out and the things that I start believing was coming back to me and giving me this new mirror, giving me this new perspective. And then I start seeing it for other people. And my excitement was just as much for them (laughs) as it was for me. So I don't, I don't know. It's not that I know everything. I'm not even pretending, but it's what God has given me. Mm -hmm. What he's revealed to me is such excitement that I'm able to give and to share to others. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that's how that has brought me out. So I started reading the truth. Mm-hmm. It can, something can be true about you, but not the truth. Mm-hmm. 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 And God shows me that all the time. Well, this is true, but this, this is the truth. Yeah. And so I started saying, okay, yes, it's true that you had a son out of wedlock. But the truth is, is I've called you. Mm-hmm. And, that you're, and so those started replacing not even a truth, but then a lie with the truth of what he says mm-hmm. and what I can do through him. Yeah. And so those are, and then God started bringing women. Um, it started with just a few. And then I started having people that was like, you know, cause at that point I started becoming, finding my voice and finding I was louder. And my family's like, you're just being too loud. Um, but then I go to around another group and they're like, you're so quiet. So I changed who I was around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a common thing right there too. Yeah, you think that you're, you we change, think, you know, with you. I need to be this way with you. I need to be that way, and you, yeah. Yeah. So a, you know, and my family is extremely early. I mean, extremely like if you're not if you're not at least a half an hour early, you are late. Well, I'm a right on time person. So uh, the, some of the people I started being around, 
like I was the first one there. I was so happy. I was like, you know, but it changed that there's nothing wrong with me. Yeah. There's no, so now I run different, but I had to change that perspective mm-hmm. about me. So it was actually the people I had to kind of get out of my own box mm-hmm. and God allowed wonderful, beautiful and spiritual women to come in and start speaking to me and seeing the giftings that God placed inside of me and goes, yes, Gretchen, you are a teacher. Yeah. I said, mm-hmm. me? I don't even, but it's because I take the time to study and what does this word mean? And we may do only one scripture, mm-hmm. but we're going to know that scripture and what it means yeah. to us. Yeah. And how do you apply it to your life today? Yeah. That's a cool story. But what's it got to do with me today in the modern world? Yeah. I mean, Esther's cool. What, but what has Esther got to do with And God will start showing me, this is your life right now. Mm-hmm. This is what you're doing right now. So how can I apply it? And God is, has taught me to teach others. Yeah. It's so interesting because the very thing that you thought you were not, yeah. you were. Yeah. You know, you thought you were not smart enough. You thought that you couldn't do it. You thought that you couldn't read well. You thought all of those things, all because of one lie that we believe, which is usually the case. We believe a lie as right. truth. And even if it is true, you can't read that well. But the truth is that you can read. And what you can read, if you become a student, you can you can teach anything. The Holy Spirit fills in the places. Right. The because Holy my Spirit favorite verse yeah. is, trust in the Lord and lean not on your own understanding. Mm-hmm. I went... Don't understand this one. I guess I'm going right. Yeah. I made that my life verse yeah. because sometimes I don't understand, but then I trust him so much that he's directing yeah. me. Yeah. But that's just, I love how <laughs> the thing that you were not is really, the lie that you believe that you were not is really the yeah. thing that you became. You found your voice, not in a an arrogant way or anything like that, but in a humble way of saying, Nobody's going to keep baby in a corner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if everybody knows Patrick Swayze. But anyways, <laughs> you know, it's like it's like that. And you found your voice, and now you're using it to help other women saying, hey, no, you have what it takes. And because of what you've been through and what you experienced, you can help women. And it's always – it's funny. I'm sure it's probably happened that the things that you dealt with, it's usually the women God puts in your life, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I get it. Yeah. Let, you know, mm-hmm. let me help you. And so yeah. – I loved how you took all of that that you were not and actually or the, it's actually the things that you're using today yeah, to help I, I empower we were, women. We were talking about this in the, um, the we were talking about it at the conference mm-hmm. that we just went, went to in North Carolina that um, it really is a good indicator of where God is calling you if you look at where you have the most challenges the mm-hmm. most warfare you would call it or the most um, struggle, struggle in yeah. right because it's kind of like like the enemy tries to preempt what God wants to do mm-hmm. from even from early from early age. Mm-hmm. Like I, I would say, um, I've had some of the most challenges in my mouth, mm. <laughs> yeah. and it, it just in every area of uh-huh. my mouth, in the area of my my talk, in the area of my my you know you know communication abilities in the area of my singing abilities those have been some of the biggest attacks and yet those are also the ways that god used me the most mm. yeah. so that's good mm-hmm. melissa oh, wow us our toolbox. this is so good yeah the toolbox i am just um in awe and as the women are listening today like knowing that they are in this moment the exact place that they need to be yeah and so my suggestion is to stop dwelling on the past because the past is depression 
and stop getting anxious over the future. And so you're here right now. Mm -hmm. So what's your attention on? And just being very intentional in the moment. Mm -hmm. And it is Jesus. Jesus is the answer. And seek and you shall find. And I believe that's what I started to do. I lived years in just existing and having expectations. And even as a nurse and all the rewards that came from that, I mean, it's a different world with, you know, women and just not always friendly. And so it was like, who are you surrounding yourself with? You know, Sherilyn said it so wonderfully. And, you know, God brought me into a business 17 years ago. I realized it was my 17th Mm -hmm. anniversary just a couple days ago. And I'm sure I know that I know that. God's like, okay, Melissa, it's like I've been giving you all these signs. It's, and so, you know, one of those things were that this opportunity was to take God first, family second, career third. Never had I done that, ever. Wow. Like I knew the Father and I knew the Son, but I did not know the Holy Spirit. And so as the women are listening, it's like it doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't, because I would have thought that, wow, at 48 years old, that I had accomplished all these amazing things. I mean, I'm older than that now. I'm just saying at 48 is when I found the Holy Spirit. I mean, actually, the Holy Spirit found me. Let's just be honest. <laughs> and, and sometimes it's that, that heart that was so good because it's not easy. God had to bring me out of my box, out of my location, mm-hmm. like literally 10 hours away and to a place that Gretchen was in that church. Like, she was there. Like, I was going for business, but the Holy Spirit was like, yeah, it's Mm -hmm. way more than that. And so I experienced things I had never experienced before. But even prior to that, because of that business, I was getting tools, tools to affirm myself. I never affirmed myself. I had never gone for a massage, nails, makeup, no way. It's like, who had time for that? Any of those things. And those were things that were becoming. And I was like realizing that, oh, I don't need to do for everybody else all the time. That's who I did. I served. I can do something for me. And so I came and then that is when I first met Gretchen and those tools of just knowing who you are. One of the things that I first was um, brought to was a thing called savers. And I just, this is a tool that I love to share. Um, These girls know it well. And uh, it is to take time for silence. There's so much noise out there. Whether it be one minute or an hour, just take time. And we just got out of a silent retreat, so they know. Yeah, I go away. Yes, (laughs) I have gone to my 13th silent retreat because of just the need and the encounters that I have with Jesus every time. And and every time, I go out with such an uncomfortable feeling because He's bringing me to another level, another another level. And it's something that we're not equipped for, but God can equip us. And so. The next thing is affirmations. Just affirm yourself. Affirm who you are. Not those lies. Affirm the truth, Mm -hmm. right? And then visualize. Like visualize. Can you see it? Can you believe? Those dreams that you have been dreaming about, they can come true. Mm -hmm. And the E is the energy, the exercise that you put behind it. Put some exercise behind it. it. And then I'm like, S-A-V-E-R. R is reading. So what are you reading? You know, these ladies have their Bibles in front of you. It's the most important thing. And then scribing. Write down what's the Holy Spirit telling you. And then take action. Take action. Yeah, that's really good. You know, there's really a common theme as you guys are all talking. There's there's a lot of nuggets and a lot of uh, things that you guys are sharing. But the there's 
a really there's a common theme from all of you and it is be be willing to want to yeah mm -hmm. be to willing want to want to, want to. to. Mm -hmm. because if you don't want to then you're not going to um, it's it's understanding that you know you've been living a lie that you've been believing a lie and wanting to know the truth and wanting to do the hard hard change. work do to do the hard work, work and to change um, because I'm thankful that I did the hard work to change because of that I'm able to actually enjoy relationships and enjoy life and en enjoy things the other thing is that is a common theme is allowing people in your life mm -hmm. because I've heard it said who you surround yourself with you become like yeah. like you said you get a little bit of Melissa you got a little bit of Gretchen and that is true and if you surround yourself with people that are constantly putting you down that are constantly telling you who you're not then that's what you'll become mm -hmm. so it's it is imperative it is the most important thing is to surround yourself with it might only be one to start off with mm -hmm that one person like you that is going to help you see who you truly are because if you don't know who you are I've, I had you know try to figure out who am I who, because you believe or I'm this person I'm like this with this person I'm like this with this person and I'm like I don't even know who I am because I am a chameleon mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I am like what everybody needs I am and if you if you're struggling with that and you don't really know who you are then I would suggest is finding that one person that you trust with your life mm -hmm. and ask them who am I help me mm -hmm. help me with this um, and the other thing is is Melissa you really nailed this really well don't look or dwell on the past we get women get stuck mm -hmm. we have we remember all of the bad things we don't have a problem remembering, remembering the bad things the bad things that we did the bad things that we were and we can't dwell on those things we can't change the past don't have anxiety for the future because we don't know the future but be present in where you are today and embrace where you are today and make the decision today that you're going to do something different in really embracing who you truly are and the the main thing is is there really is only one way mm. yes. counseling is great um, great music is great great self-help books are great but those things will only keep you for a minute there's only really one and that really is finding your true identity and your creator and that is and that is Jesus and he he will reveal to you who you truly are and I guarantee you it will absolutely change your entire life I know it did mine um, I've been on this identity journey for probably seven years that God has been speaking to me on. It's interesting because it's that thing that we stumble over is that thing that we, right. and that's what it is for me, is because my life growing up, it was really difficult of being told who you are and living from what other people say. And we live what we believe. So you're going to live, what you believe about yourself is what you're going to live. So make sure that what you're believing is the truth and surround yourself with people um, that are going to help you see the truth. So anyways, that's a wrap, girls. Thanks for flying all the way from Puerto Rico. <laughs> She's in Wisconsin, and yeah. we are in February. So if you're not familiar with the weather in Wisconsin in February, it's cold. 
and it's not cold in Puerto Rico. No. Or North Carolina. Or North, North Carolina uh, is, is a little chilly, but it's not as chilly as here. But So thank you, ladies, for saying yes today. I know you had a really busy schedule and, and for taking time out and joining me and sharing your heart. And so thank you for joining, up, joining us on this episode of Woman of Purpose. And you'd like to connect with us on social media, on TikTok, I was going to say Amazon, but it's not Amazon. <laughs> Instagram. Instagram and Facebook. I think we got a Facebook thing too. Um, email contact at womanofpurpose.net or look at it, check out our website at womanofpurpose.net. And if you if you have any questions about anything that we've talked about, please feel free to um, to send those questions off uh, through email or on the social media. So, all right, catch you later. I'm so glad you joined us today. Please subscribe to our podcast and don't forget to check us out on social media and stay tuned for our next episode.